So, Shahin, it's great to have you on the show. I cannot wait to interview you and find out everything about how you built your empire and how you got there. But first, I'd like to um, find out from you how you got started on this journey of entrepreneurship. Thanks for having me on, Sam. Uh, honored to be on. You know, I came from a family of immigrants in the 1980s, late 70s. We moved from Iran to the United States. Now, in the 1990s, I started my first company. I left home in the 90s. I started my first company. I left home, left my family, left my friends, was sleeping in abandoned buildings, wherever I could lay my head. And I managed to get into the electronic music scene at the time. And I noticed that in the electronic dance music scene, that there were a lot of people who were making money, but it wasn't the club promoters or the DJs. It was the drug dealers. So what I did was I decided I was going to start selling whatever it was they were selling because I wanted to make money and get rich. But the only problem was I knew from my adolescence that I would be very bad at crime. So what I did, and it's good that I actually knew that I would be bad at crime. What I did was I planned on creating a version of ecstasy that was legal, that was safe, that I could sell anywhere around the world. And then what I did was I sold it through the drug dealers in the clubs. It went from one guy to 10 guys to a thousand guys. And pretty soon we were in 30,000 stores. Now here I am, I was eating ketchup and relish at hot dog stands because it was free. That's what I would eat. I was sleeping in the backseat of an abandoned car in the back of abandoned buildings to, and, and by the way, it wasn't that dramatic. The buildings I was sleeping in were luxury buildings because LA was in a building boom. And I figured out how to get into the buildings before the brokers came. So I actually was living in luxury buildings. They just didn't have water or power or anything at that time. And what happened was I walked into the club one night. I managed to get one of the biggest drug dealers in the world to start selling my pills instead of real drugs. And he became legitimized. He started a real business. I gave him a franchise until one day I realized that we are in 30,000 stores. I had 200 employees here in Venice Beach. And the news had broken when I came into the office that day that we had broken the million, sorry, the billion dollar threshold. We had exceeded a billion dollars in sales. Sam Donaldson from Nightline was there to interview me. Two Newsweek covers, LA Times, London Observer, New York Times, Financial Times, every newspaper, magazine, in the world was there to interview us. We were the biggest company, the fastest growing company, I should say, at that time. Certainly not the biggest, but the fastest growing company at that time. And I was just a kid. And I remember thinking to myself, holy shit, I don't even know how much a billion is. I don't even know what that means, much less how old were you? what to do with it. I was in my teens, my late teens, early 20s, something wow. like that. Yeah. And so it's a wild yep. ride. I write about it in my book, Billion, How I Became King of the Thrill Pill Cult. Anybody who's interested, you know, they can check it out on Amazon or uh, the Audible book will be out soon, but it's also available. You can get the first chapter for free on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts, wherever. Yeah, yeah. So so what happened after, okay, you you made it. You made it as a, as a dean. What happened after that? So it was a wild ride. All that led to a crazy series of events. 
I remember one day a man showed up, a mysterious man showed up in my office with a duffel bag. And inside it, there was a million dollars in cash, crisp new $100 bills, and an invitation to a private jet to go to Tokyo, which I did. Turns out the mafia, the Japanese mafia, the Yakuza was interested in buying my business or taking it over more like it. <laughs> and some crazy times ensued then with me getting out of that. And, you know, again, I, I write about it in my book. We just got a film deal. So there'll be a major motion picture in the next two to five years about my story. But it was really a, a nuts story. It was really a, a crazy time. Kind of, if you could think Wolf of Wall Street meets Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, it was that. And I was a very young kid. And it was a crazy time. I went on to invent the herbal cigarette. We were the first non-tobacco cigarette in the world. From there, I went on to invent the vaporizer and digital vape technology, which all the vaporizers that you see now, all the vapes uh, were born from my technology, my patents, the book that I wrote. And from there, I moved on to selling on the Amazon platform, which is what I do now. I teach and train people how to make an impact and how to make predictable recurring revenue, making money, selling products on Amazon. Yeah. So it seems like you have um, a knack for knowing what people, people want or, or a few things that I can see from that is that like, you know how distribution works really well and you know how marketing works really well. Um, how did you figure it out? Well, look, you know, I, I think you're of Pakistani descent, I should say. Indian, Indian, Indian. descent. Yeah, yes. Indian descent. So you also, were you born in New Zealand or were you born no, in- No, I was born in India. Like half of my life, in... I've lived in India, half in New Zealand and around the world. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. Perfect. So you came from an immigrant family too. I yes. came from a poor, lower middle class immigrant family. And growing up in Los Angeles- they didn't take too well to Iranians, as they would say. And I was that's a, a little... massive Iranian community in Los Angeles. I think probably would be the biggest in US would be in LA around there. That's right. More of us for them to hate. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I, I was not the wealthy Iranian. You know, my parents did not have a big house in Beverly Hills. My dad worked at a dry cleaners. He worked at a pizza shop. They had very little money. We didn't buy new clothes. My dad made us wait until some customer would leave clothes and not pay for it. And that would be the clothes we'd be wearing the next year. I didn't eat at a restaurant until I was late in my teens. My mom cooked every meal for us. And it was whatever we had, we ate and we finished our plates. That was the rule. You know, we weren't poor. We never went hungry. But at the same time, there was all this wealth growing up around me. And I thought to myself, fuck, man, you know, I'm a human being too. I want to get rich. I want all the money. I want the beautiful girls. I want the fancy cars and the planes and the yachts. How do I get that? And my parents, the best that they could do, like any immigrant family, I mean, you know, you're an immigrant. The highest pinnacle of success for any immigrant is to say, this is my son, Shaheen. He is a doctor. And all of yes. a sudden, everybody dances, everything goes <laughs> up and down. And it's, you know, Life is good, right? The world is the world is perfect in that moment for them. It's it's yeah. the absolute pinnacle of success. And it's funny because you think of people like Indian people like the CEO of Google. I, yes. I bet you his parents wanted him to become a doctor too. And now he's one of the most <laughs> yeah. power, powerful people in Silicon Valley. But that's their yeah. that's their level. That's the sophistication of lower middle class immigrant families. And that's that's 
what I struggled with all my life, but I knew I wanted more. So I decided to do something different and I left home. I cut ties and I decided to start my first company, which I did. And I worked hard. I hustled. I did everything I had to do. I fell on my face a lot of the time. I was fucking horrible at most things, but there were a couple qualities that I was really fucking good at, man. And I was relentless, Sam. I was not letting anybody get me down. Everybody who came and, and said, hey, that a running kid or this or that or whatever, I wouldn't listen to them. I would use that as fuel to pull myself up the ladder. And that's been the secret to my success. I'm sure similar with, similar with you. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, of course the failure comes and it's like my parents still cannot understand why I didn't just want a good job somewhere. And, and they still, they still find it hard to understand what I do. And um, because it is so, so distanced from becoming a lawyer or a doctor or an engineer, the three things that they know that what kids should become or do, but where, yeah, where in India, where in India are you from? Um, from Gujarat. Oh, so, okay. Oh my yeah. God. Some of the most beautiful people in Gujarat. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. A lot. Um, yeah. Lo lots of business people are from, from Gujarat. And that's another thing I've seen. It's like all the Iranians I've met, they are so entrepreneurial. I don't understand how, like even in New Zealand or us anywhere, Yeah. I mean, and, or maybe I just hang around in entrepreneurship circles. Um, but no, it's, it's great. To, it's great to see that. Um, Talking about um, Amazon and mastering Amazon, um, what is it in your view that people do wrong when it comes to selling on Amazon? Look, bud, Iranians, we are entrepreneurial because I, to that point, and I'll tell you about Amazon, because we have no fucking choice, man. We're immigrants. I didn't have a trust yes. fund. I didn't have a rich exactly. daddy. There was yes. nobody, nobody ready to hand me everything. And even if I did, they would still consider us a second-class citizen in this country. That's the way things yeah. were when I grew up. It's a little, getting a little better now, but yeah. you, you have a choice. Anytime you're a minority or you are, yes. you are put beneath other people, you have a choice to accept that as your reality or to say, fuck this. I'm going to do that much better. And you have to work that much harder. That's why you look at Iranians, you look at Koreans, you look at all the different Southeast Asian people out there and you're like, fuck man, they're working hard. Yeah. They got to, they got to compensate for all these other assholes out there that are treating them poorly. And we have to work two times, three times, five times, 10 times as hard to get to where somebody who has a certain level of privilege does. But if you let that get you down, you'll never reach the success that you've had or I've had. We were talking before the show and you said, you know, you sold a business, you know, very humbly, you said, oh, I've sold a, a supplement business for several millions of dollars. That's fucking awesome, man. You, you know, your daddy didn't hold your hand and tell you to do that. Nobody looked at you and said, Sam, that's so nice. You're part of our club. Come on in. You went out there. You took a risk. You busted your fucking ass. You became an entrepreneur and you were able to do that, to put yourself and your family in a place of comfort based on your hard work and hustle. There was no hack. There was no trick that you did. What you did was you went out there and you weren't accepting no for an answer and you weren't willing to quit and you succeed in which is why now you have multiple successful businesses and you're a, a serial entrepreneur now in the software space yeah yeah thank you thank you for 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 those words but yeah absolutely right um 
as you say, that if you're an immigrant, you have no option. And, and especially if you're not an immigrant that is coming from wealth, um, you have to make your own way. There is no one going to hold your hand. And, and that's what enabled me to, you know, keep pushing and keep growing and, and keep continuing to, to, to hack towards success. Um, I, I would love to know like a bit more about what are your sort of marketing secrets? How do you manage to get so many different products and so many different niches to, to like number one or to, to success? Um, how do you manage to sell? What's your selling secret? So now I spend a 10th of the time I did when I was younger in my twenties and I make 10 times more money. And let me explain to you why. The main reason is because of this little guy who's not so little called Jeff Bezos and this incredible company that he started called Amazon. And Jeff Bezos, what he did, and by the way, they just opened up India and Pakistan. So people in India and Pakistan can now open up seller accounts to sell on Amazon, which is incredible. It's going to create more wealth and revenue in those countries than anything else in the last 20 years. But Bezos opened up the Amazon platform to third-party sellers. And when I saw that happen, I said, let me look into this guy. Everyone's saying he's a Silicon Valley nerd, but maybe there's more to him. And I listed my first product on there called Accelerol. It's a brain supplement. People loved it. And I woke up the next day to thousands of orders at $120 a piece. It was an expensive supplement. It's available now on Amazon. You can't get it in New Zealand or Australia unless you have someone bring it over for you, but you can get it in the States. And it's Accelerol or Focus Plus. It's a brain supplement. And what happened was that we started selling this on the Amazon platform and we realized overnight hundreds of thousands in sales. And I thought, hey, let me look into this Bezos guy. And I realized, no, he came from Wall Street. He was a master at bringing in low-cost money low-priced money from Wall Street and pumping it into Silicon Valley. He was one of the smartest guys in the room. He was patient and willing to wait as long as it took for him to get what he wanted. This guy was out to win. He was yes. not a nerd. He was not a, a, one of these guys that would be marginalized. He was a guy who was going to create the most important e-commerce business, arguably the most important business in the last 100 years. And he did. And when I knew that, I went all in and I decided, you know what, I'm going to learn everything about Amazon. And we did. And now we create products all the time that create recurring revenue for us. I've made millions selling on Amazon. And I teach people every day how to start Amazon companies, people from all over the world, people from New Zealand, Australia. I've got students in South Africa, Asia, Europe, all over the world who now are starting these Amazon businesses for little or no money and launching products on this platform and taking part in Bezos's great wealth creation system. And you don't have to take my word for it. In fact, I have a crash course. It's a one hour course. It takes just one hour from A to Z, everything you need to know to start your Amazon business. And I'll give that to your listeners. Use code SAM and get it for free. And the website for that is www.fbasellercourse.com or go to shaheenshayan.com. And I'll offer that to any of your listeners and viewers. It's normally 200 bucks, $200. I'll give it to them for free, zero obligation, absolutely free to anybody listening to this podcast that might be interested. 
Fantastic. That's great. That's really, really good. So what I'm going to do is put all these links under the show notes, wherever this goes, whether it's going on Instagram or LinkedIn or wherever this goes, anyone listening, anyone watching this clip, they can go to that link and claim that and follow in Shaheen's footsteps and build their own multi-million dollar product, multi-million dollar Amazon store. Um, <clears throat> Talking about your first sort of that brain supplement that you did launch on um, on Amazon, what do you think got it um, thousands of orders on day one? What was it? Because there's thousands of hundreds of thousands of products being launched every month on Amazon. Why did your product get picked up and got that sort of a viral fame immediately and not others? Now there is, then there wasn't. This was the very first brain supplement on Amazon. And we were the first. So first to market makes a big difference. And we were first to market. It was a great supplement though. It was fantastic. It, meet, it met all those great points. For example, there was a great opportunity for people to use the right ingredients. It felt great. It, 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 it hit all the right points at that time that people were looking for. So it was an amazing product. But at the same time, uh, we were the only option on there. Nobody else was doing it. And Amazon was much easier to navigate. Now you got to really... Um, take into consideration, like you said, that there's more sellers out there, which is why yes. we teach this Amazon course where we teach people how to get ahead of the curve, how to, how to win in a competitive landscape. And it's okay. But what we focus now on is niches. How do you get involved in that niche? We say the riches are in the niches. How do you find a niche and dominate it? That's what it's all about. Yep. Yep. That that sounds that sounds logical it's just because when you first launched it so it would have to be um there was something in it that amazon's algorithm picked it up and showed it to lots of people um on on its own because if you have a completely new product then people are not even searching for it in many cases yeah well now you got to fight because there's a lot more out there back then amazon yes. would put the money into getting your product seen that was their business model. Let's, let's put money into getting Sam's product seen. And they would do that. They would put millions and millions of dollars into Google ads. And then one day they stopped because yes. they didn't need to anymore. And now they said, Sam, now you need to bring the traffic to us. And that's when yes. the game changed on Amazon. So how do you help people get traffic to, to Amazon? Oh. Yeah. Well, there's lots of systems. We've got all kinds of hacks. So I do a show also, which we'll share in the show notes called Hack and Grow Rich. Yes. And I love that. Yes. In our show, Hack and Grow Rich, we teach also all these different hacks. So what's a hack? A hack is an unconventional workaround to any problem. And we teach people through our Amazon course, through our Amazon mastery course, how you can hack your way past the traditional problems. Here's the issue. You're a software engineer you understand this probably better than most people. The fact is, if you play by the rules, you're never going to get anywhere. You have to not only think outside the box, you have to crush the fucking box. You have to do something so far out of left field that it leaves people with their jaws dropped. And in order to do that, 
you have to think a little differently. Look at Steve Jobs. Look at the, the motto of Apple. Think differently because he shook the world with his concepts. If you think about it, what he did wasn't 5,000 miles away from the last guy who did something interesting. You know, there were personal computers before, there were mobile phones before, the, the technology was all there, but what he did was tell a better story. So we're talking about tiny millimeters, centimeters of change, but it's important, thoughtful, poignant moves in the right direction that make an impact. That makes sense. That makes so much sense. Um, now, when looking at um, all these different opportunities, where do you see um, what niches developing or, or where do you see opportunity on, on the Amazon platform? Yeah, so what we teach on our course on Amazon Mastery, fbasellercourse.com, what we teach is foundational thinking. I tell people you need to have a four-legged table. Four-legged table, pretty strong. Three legs, okay, can stand. Maybe not the most stable. Two legs, not too good. It's going to fall. One leg, it's a tripod. It's not a table. So you need to have one leg, which is bringing you revenue. It could be your job, could be your career. Maybe you're selling your hours. We got to get you out of that. But it puts diapers on the kids. It puts food on the table. That's your first pillar. Got to do it. We'll get you out of it eventually, but you got to do that so you're stable, so that you are consistent, so that life can't throw you any curveballs, and that your life is very much on an even keel. Number two, you need to have some money in cash flow positive real estate. There are more millionaires created in real estate than nearly any other avenue. Number three, compound interest. You need to have money in the markets, some money in crypto or in stocks. I'm not a crypto guy, so I don't espouse the use of crypto, but you should have money in something that's bringing you compounded interest that you understand, preferably you know, normal stocks, bonds, commodities, those types of things, but you should have yes. money in some of that, something that's bringing you compounded interest. And the fourth, which brings us to our conversation, Sam, is money in e-commerce. When real estate is high or you can't get into the real estate market, build your own fucking real estate. Build your real estate in the best place in the world, Amazon. Bezos opened it up. He's letting you for free to open up and take a piece of real estate on his property, the biggest property in the world. Why wouldn't you do that? Because you can do that and you know create predictable recurring stream of revenue. It's just an extra stream of revenue. That's what I do all the time now. Me and my kid, my wife, we've got a beautiful wife, beautiful kid. We travel the world. We collect exotic cars, specifically Porsches, collector Porsches. We travel to all kinds of beautiful places and we take our laptops with us. We open up the laptops, watch the money come in, close the laptops and go and enjoy our lives and see the world. And that's what I wish for everybody, which is why, you know, once again, for anybody that's interested, I would like to offer my one hour course for free. Uh, again, on fbasellercourse.com. That's great. That's great to hear that you have um, that lifestyle. But the key thing I got is that four-legged stool or a table that, you know, that will be a lot more stable. And and that is what is going to enable people to, to get there. Um, that is, yeah, that is very, very cool. Um, where do you invest apart from, from Amazon, building Amazon stores and things like that? 
My main focus now is investing in businesses, startup businesses to launch on the Amazon platform. Our goal is to invest 50,000 uh, this year in multiple businesses. So we're doing tranches of $50,000 in multiple Amazon businesses that could be high growth. So we've got that yeah. in plans for this year. And then we also invest in multiple companies in brick and mortar. I invest in cash flow positive real estate. I invest in the markets. I do everything I tell my students to do because I really fucking hate people that are like, hey, do like I say, not as I do. Um, <laughs> yeah, I double down on what I believe in. Yeah, that 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 makes sense. Um yeah, so I have like these sort of three questions before before. You have we... kids, Sam? Yes, I do. I do have three kids. How old? Seven, five, and eight months. Oh, amazing! So if we come down to uh, come down to New Zealand, our seven-year-olds can play. Absolutely, you are most welcome. As soon as the world opens up, hopefully in the next three months. That's the <laughs> um, that's my expectations anyway. <laughs> that the traveling would be a lot more easy. That no quarantine or anything is needed, and you can, yeah, you're most welcome. I'll show you around. I'll connect you with people here. All that. <laughs> so yeah, and Love and it. of course one. Yeah, when I get to come to LA, I'll come and catch up with you there. Love it. Let's do it. You're you're welcome here too, buddy. Yeah, yeah. That's that sounds really really good. Um, look, I feel like I'm getting to learn so much from you. I have this question for you. Um, is there a book that you are reading right now, or what was the last book that you read? So of course I would be foolish not to say my own book billion how I became king of the throw pill cult we just dropped it I've actually been reading it for the first time since I wrote it so I'm pretty excited about that I'd recommend that I've also been reading Richard Koch's unreasonable success and how to achieve it fantastic I'm looking now at David Allen's getting things done which is just one of the great books ever the art of thinking clearly by Rolf Dabelli great book Let's see what else I have. I've got Black Hole Focus by Isaiah Hankel, really good book on productivity and focus, Influence by Caldini, Invisible Influence by Jonah Berger. I really like him. I'm doing another read through Chris Voss, who wrote the foreword to my book, The FBI Negotiator, yes. New York Times he bestselling author. Yeah, um, I've read that as well. I've read a few of the books that you mentioned. Big fan yeah. of um, Caldini or yeah, on, on influence side. And yeah really really good stuff so, love the books that you mentioned i'll put links to all those as well um so other people can follow <laughs> and um <clears throat> one of my question is that you know if you had to start all over again you have the same knowledge but you're still starting again from zero what would you do if i had to start over again what would i do is and what type of business would i do or how would i do it or yes everything like what would be your next step say you are just starting out you're out of yeah. college university you are in your late teens or something or early 20s you have the same knowledge but no money you're starting with 0 dollars so do you know what the two parts to making money are sam um <laughs> um for me, I feel like you can either sell your time or you can get leverage and sell other people's time, other, other things. That so that's true. how I see that it. is true. No, I like that. The two parts to making money are making it and keeping it in my yes. life, Sam, 
I have been a master at making it. I don't know how it works for me, but wherever I go, I attract money since I was a kid. Since I was a kid in my adolescence, when I was in grade school, we had a little illicit products business where I would send kids along with me. We would go to the liquor store. We had a little Greek kid that would slide under the uh, the metal detectors and he would steal all the <laughs> nudie magazines and the liquor. And then we would take them and sell them in school and we had a little business going there. So making money, very good at all my life. Keeping money not so good at. So I think I'll answer your question with this. I would focus more on the second part of the equation. Warren Buffett is one of the wealthiest men in the world. Why? Not because he's phenomenal at making money, although he is good at making money. Berkshire Hathaway does well. He does well. He's, he's called the Oracle of Omaha. He's picked some good ones, but because of compounding interest. He exactly picks, right. He picks high quality companies over time that have good fundamentals. Sometimes he's wrong for the short term. He's always right on the long term, but he wins in compounding interest. Yes. He yes, understands how to keep money. And for yeah. me, that's the thing that I would do. I would make better investments. I would make my money work for itself. I would seek better mentors and experts in the field, which is what I tell people starting businesses on Amazon. I say, hey, start a mastermind. Join our mastermind. We have an amazing mastermind with, with hundreds of people who are just getting started on Amazon. And we get them going because we give them the coaching. We give them the mentorship, which I didn't have. And if I had that, yeah. I probably would have held on to a lot more of that billion dollars than I did. I was very yeah. good at burning money. Very, very efficient. Very efficient at burning money. <laughs> yeah, I, I did something similar with myself. It's like when you're making more money year on year, every year, I was just like, oh, I'll just make more next year. Yeah. And, and that's when, yeah. So I, I completely agree with that. That We got to get you to read my book. We got to yes. get you to read my book, Sam. I think you're going to uh, love definitely, it. Definitely. Definitely. That's that's my to-do for today. I've got it open on my screen right now as we are talking, as I'm talking with you. Um, no, that's that's great. Um, yeah. So the, the last question is that, do you have an ask? Are you looking for anything? Are you looking for team members, investors, anything? I would like to have, by the end of the year, a thousand Amazon companies started up through my Amazon mastery course. I'd like to empower a thousand people to be able to walk into their job at some point, look their boss in the eye and say, fuck off. That's what I would like to do. I would like to empower a thousand people to empower themselves to start a business where they have predictable recurring revenue, where they don't have to sell their fucking hours. That's what I want to do. I want to have an army of people selling taking advantage of this money that's out there unclaimed in Amazon that's really your birthright, that you and every other person out there who does not have a recurring revenue model to do. Imagine if you could have sold Herbal Ignite on Amazon as an Amazon business. You would have gotten a much higher multiple when you sold it. Absolutely, absolutely, and, yes. And it would, have been, uh, it would have been a much better exit, despite the yeah, fact absolutely. that you got a really nice seven-figure exit. 
yeah absolutely you um yeah you said it and the thing is we were doing it in like you know starting in 2007-8 so we would be so much further ahead than everyone else if we started at that time um and i think time played a huge role um in your success timing um but pretty much it seems like you have got really good timing in lots of places um yeah lo at lots of times um you know one of the thing i i really picked up um in what you are saying and that i would like to emphasize on and when you were talking about jeff bezos and amazon and and all these different things the tech products or people that are most successful are the ones who enable other people to make money. So um, given an example of, of Amazon, Amazon is so successful because it enables other people to make money on its platform. Um, same thing. You can think of the stock market as a business, the whole stock market, it is so successful. It does rule so many economies around the world in every major economy. It is such a huge force is because it enables other people to make money in its market. And, and that's what it is. And same thing with Instagram, you know, the influencers make money off of that platform. So people don't really care about the Instagram itself. They care about what they get out of it. Everyone wants to know what's in it for me. And Amazon does that, Instagram does that, now TikTok does that. And so any platform that does that, like you, who enable other people to make money, you're gonna do really, really well. And and make careers of so many other people along the way. Yeah, like so, I made you, I made you millions of dollars, Sam. I made you seven figures because your Herbal Ignite may not have existed if it wasn't for Herbal Ecstasy opening the door for those kinds of supplements. We were the first started in 92 ish there was wow. nothing before us <laughs> that is like yeah yeah, yeah yeah i'll tell you the story one of the biggest pharma companies in the world i i named them on other podcasts but i think oh, it's better i don't poke too much fun at them um had come out with a drug a little blue pill yes meant for male erections well yes. what did i do so i was a teenage kid making a billion dollars in revenue with a supplement that was sold. Larry Flint was one of our biggest buyers. He bought and sold our product to every sex store in the country. We were selling in thousands and thousands of stores, making millions, hundreds of millions of dollars. And we were unregulated. Now this company, this pharma company had spent $2 billion, $3 billion developing this pill. This pill was their answer. In the 1980s, they had something called selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors. These pills were to cure all the depression that the baby boomers had, and they worked. Only problem was your ling ling went ding ding. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Your flower didn't yeah. pop up the way it should, right? So what what happened they had the answer with this beautiful blue pill only one problem one little shitty iranian kid with a big ego making a billion dollars in sales taking a billion dollars in revenue from them when they were nowhere near recouping their money and they got furious and they went to the government they went to the fda and there i was and that was when the battle started but we opened it up. We opened up the world for all those different herbal supplements, yes. including yours. So yeah. Oh, we we got so many times. We got so many times letters from their lawyers and stuff. Yeah. But that was that was just part of the game. You just have to play the game. Part of the game. Um. Yeah. Yeah. But, but it's, it's your, all good. Yeah. But yeah. to your point, it's no fun to make money in isolation. 
It's no fun yes. to get rich. I know guys that do that who don't share with anybody. They just make their money and they hoard it and they're not happy. It's always more fun, and which is why I do the Amazon course. I don't need to do that. I make plenty of money on Amazon. The reason why I do the course is because I like bringing people in. I like sharing success and wealth. And together, we can build. The more people we have, the more we can build, the more we can grow, the more community we can build, the more positivity we can bring to raise people up. And when people are raised up, we're more empowered, positive community, more people can create this legacy wealth, which is what it's about. Yeah, very, very true. So yeah, that, that sounds really good. But does, um, you know, when you are training people, does that also help you identify the next stars and the next Amazon stores to invest in? Yeah, absolutely. If you're in our course, you have a much better chance, in my opinion, of raising investment dollars because you have access to our network, to all the people who we know and all the work that we're doing. So absolutely. Yep. Yep. And one more thing. Sorry, I'm just talking about this sort of um, the Amazon store and getting your product out there. And now you have to bring the traffic back in to your store because Amazon is a lot more crowded. Otherwise, your product might not get shown just because of the whole um, the size of the inventory that Amazon carries these days. Um, do you also use um, influencers or things like that to bring traffic back into your store. Yeah, absolutely. That's one of the hacks that we teach is how do you bring traffic from Amazon back into your business? So things like including inserts in your packages that say, Hey, I'll give you a free one. If you sign up for our list, and then they sign up for your list. And now that customer is yours to bring back to your own website. Yep. How important is it to keep a list? <laughs> Super important, man. That's what yeah. you want to do. You want to own the customer. Amazon is exactly not a fuck about you. These platforms could give like they don't care. What they yeah. want is they want to grow themselves big through the long tail philosophy. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You said it. You said it. Um, any other hacks on building your list? On list building? No. I mean, you know, we teach a few different ones in the course. There are ways of getting customers emails and addresses and contacting them and doing all that. Uh, but, you know, we it's it's too technical for this particular podcast. But in the future, I'm Absolutely. happy to come back again and we could talk about that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. No, that sounds, that sounds really, really good. So what I'm going to do is put all the details to you and to your course and to your book in the show notes so people can reach out to you and look, it's been an absolute pleasure talking with you and um, wish you all the best on your journey and on your success. Honored to be on Sam. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Thank you.